0: Hello everyone and welcome to the commentary for Genesis Avalon Patriot Episode 6. I am the director and co-writer and co-creator and co-stufer, Catherine Pride, and with me is uh, Chris Bays, my fellow co-stufer, co-writer, not co-director, you don't, you don't no, care don't about do that, that sort of things part. at all. <laughs> anyway, um, here we are, uh, right where we left off at the end of Episode 4. Now for those of you who uh, uh, went ahead and listened to the mini-sode between episode five and six. Uh, that gave us a bit of insight as to who this mysterious person is talking yes. to Alicia. But uh, we are we are picking up right where we left off with the the uh, old man Very by the sea. Yeah, introducing
1: the old man. This is a character that we've known we wanted to bring in since the last season of Avalon. Yes,
0: and he's actually referenced if you go back and uh, listen to episode. Fifty, if not fifty, definitely forty-nine. But, forty-nine for sure. Uh, he is present at the battlefield. He ne- never speaks a line, and only Alicia sees him. But she absolutely mentioned that she saw him. Yep. And nobody understood what she was talking about.
1: And so, so it's really exciting to finally get to bring him
0: in. Oh yeah, I'm we've, like
1: we've kicked around, we've kicked him around, and what his personal personality is like, what his characterizations like, what it's like to have. Gods that are still active amongst yeah. mortals. Yeah. What are they like? Yeah. And so, really, really, really excited that we finally got to bring him in. Yes,
0: for sure. Um, and I, I just love that. <laughs> First of all, okay, so this introduces Adam Blandford playing Mac, uh, Mac officially. Like, he showed up at the end of four. We didn't really talk about who he was. Yeah. But um, uh, Adam, Adam does a phenomenal job here. Uh, as he sort of just, like, whips off the old man disguise. Yep. <laughs> like, a la Scooby-Doo. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, man, I don't know if I'm not get clear indeed. Um, but uh, Adam just, he ripped that voice right out of my head. Like, oh, yeah. It was exactly it was how I'd always on. pictured him in my head. And uh, having Alicia give him hell, like, the moment he shows up, is such a perfect start to their relationship. And I, I love the way they banter off of each other. What um, so, <laughs> uh, which is why I was glad that I got to use some of my comedy music that I used for Jack and Alicia and other scenes here. Yeah. So that's always fun to do. Me, and yeah, him being, all, being all like summoning storms and lightning and thunder, and she's, she's like, like
1: I get it. You're Thanks, a a Grandpa. Fine. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and as usual, Sarah just does a phenomenal job. Sure Love having Sarah in the show. About 20 minutes ago. Also, for those of you who are old, old fans of Avalon, you may notice that there is a slight difference in pronunciation between the old show and now. So uh, we used to pronounce it main and on, uh, but it's mananon, maclear. And uh, I like that, though, because it's definitely that whole kind of difference between uh, people who only ever read something versus people who actually oh, like, hear it spoken. Yeah. So, um Sam it's also, it's never also, actually interacted with him. He didn't know he was a real, you know, if he was a truly active god other than summoning him for the purpose of a spell. Yeah. And Mac is exactly the kind of ass that'll be like, ah, fine, whatever. You said it wrong every, every time, time, but I'll still do it.
1: There's also a little bit one part, one part, uh, like, like Han Han. Yeah. Like Leo, <laughs> <Leia>.
0: Yeah. <laughs> for sure. And I mean, we're, you know, we're talking about their chemistry and stuff, but uh, this, uh, as we get into the second half of season one, we're now getting out of sort of the introductory, like, setting up the crises space, and now we're getting more into the actual, like, uh, like the larger plot points and sort of, like, the, 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 the bigger characters stepping in. And so, uh, I do, I'm really excited, because, like, I can't talk too much about Max involvement, because... Yeah.
1: Because that's, spoilers, honey. Yeah,
0: yeah. But uh, let's just say, you're, you're going to be hearing a lot of him. And uh, I, I love that we got to talk about the the, the ramifications of what Jaina and Sam did at the end of, or at Natalie, at the end of Natalie, Adelon.
1: and it's one thing for us to have had in the original series, you know, they called on a lot of gods. And we did have the lady who is a god in yes. our universe. Yeah. She's one of the gods. Yeah. Um, but this is the first time that we've had one of the true patrons he is able to make global peace a visual, like, like yeah.
0: literally standing Oh, yeah, standing like here. walking amongst the earth. Because yeah. the only time you ever saw Camulus and the Morrigan are represented through their patrons. And, like, we saw, so we heard saw a couple
1: of David gods. David playing Camulus. You we heard, saw, heard Laura gone. playing Yeah, and we saw Mortigen. a couple of gods when we were on the Isle of Apples yes. at the end of the last Epona series. Yes, yeah. and yeah. But this is our first time to truly see them, you know, Nobody thought that there were gods that
0: walked the planet mm-hmm.
1: anymore. And now you're finding out that there are, there have.
0: Yeah. And it also, you know, um, one of the things I do love about uh, Mananon in, in mythology is just the fact that he's a very old god. He predates most of the Tuatha. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he is the son of Lear, who is like the primeval god of the sea. So it's just, the more we talk about... The different gods and the different pantheons. This is someone who is so old; he ha- he saw the rise and the fall of other pantheons. Yeah. Um, so for him to step out of the shadows and be willing to help Alicia means that he truly does think something Big large well. and and yeah and, and with a lot of gravity is, is, is about to occur. So. Also, I like the idea of Alicia having like a, a Miami Vice esque new wave. If I can't have the weekend, I'll evoke the weekend Yeah,
1: but my brain says that that's her Olivia ringtone because she thinks of Olivia as super old.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Teleporties are weird, yo. It's not Magic a, stuff it's not is a, weird, yo. You know,
1: in our universe, it, um, it's not a be- an instantaneous theme. It's, it's instantaneous for you. Yeah. That, that might be important. As soon as I figure out how to meet myself home
0: again. Thank you, Sarah. Such a great ad-lib. Because Because if I was going to ad-lib it, that's that exactly would, how I would that have done it. would be Yeah. Hell no, in fact. I Meanwhile. Meanwhile, back at the at the the flat, um, poor Roxy's is having a crisis. Which I love. I I love everything we're doing with this storyline, and I mean, part of it's just because I'm in love with our story. But um, I, I I liked. I, I like that I'm getting to kind of reconcile a lot of stuff that I set up in Knox's original arc that I was never sure I was going to get to. And
1: it's stuff that you did have planned.
0: Yeah. But just
1: you knew you were never going to... She's not the... Every character is the main character of their story, but you can only focus on the main character of the story you're telling. Yeah,
0: exactly. Exactly. All time,
1: so there's a lot of world building and stuff I mean, for a gonna- lot of characters that you're just never going to get to in the main story that cat knows i
0: know yeah Yeah, there's there's a major bit of lore and background for a particular character that originally we were going to reveal on this show that i don't think is going to happen now because i can't find the right way to do it in a way that matters for the story but uh but that's what happens i mean you the best way to have fully you know a fully rounded story is to have all of your characters that you know are are your major supporting characters to have have them, you know, know, know where they come from, where they're going, yeah. and where they've like, been.
1: There are characters that are only ever tangentially mentioned in choice. news briefs that we know the full story behind. And
0: sometimes that's intentional. Yeah, like there's a character that's mentioned in uh, Avalon forty one and forty two. Yep. That is so important. You will actually hear that come back in episode nine. I'm just going to call it now. Episode nine of Patriot. You guys, uh, we'll we'll come back to it and talk about it then. But, uh, but yeah, there, any name drop we make on some level, I know what that name drop is. Even if it's never significant to you guys out there, it's significant to me. It's it's very,
1: very rare that we write something that does not have some rich mythology in it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Whether
1: it be actual mythology, because we're writing about some God or some character. The research or our own personal mythology to this series?
0: Yeah. I mean, and I think it helps that both of us, you know, I always approach this as a comic book. You approach this as a comic book when we came, yeah. you know, we started working together on it. And that's, that's what it is. I mean, that's, that's the different. I mean, that's how it works is that, you know, you, you have your, your, your Captain America run. Where Steve and Bucky are on, are, are, are doing parallel storylines, and yep. you might see them together, or Bucky might go spin off into his own miniseries, and it's kind of like that. I mean, every, every time we mention something, we know it, it, it has some sort of priority somewhere yeah. and some significance somewhere.
1: <laughs>
0: and I had a lot of fun on a writing level of getting to tie in how it was that the team was going to realize that they needed to go to Nefti specifically, not just because that's Knox's patron, yeah. but because it's one of those, you're you're at the exact right place, the exact right time where you're supposed to be uh, rocks yeah. because your goddess specifically is the only goddess of the Egyptian pantheon that you have a connection to. Who also happens to have a very similar uh, connection to places between places. Yeah. Like the Fae. And that's significant.
1: Should we go outside then?
0: I'm not gonna It's it. all connected. Uh... Uh... Uh, also, yeah, I like, I like Roxy being like, nah, it's fun. I can totally transform inside my flat. And she kind of looks around and she's like, but I like these things. I didn't buy them from Ikea. <laughs> this is the nice stuff. Oh, my gosh. This scene. Oh, this Tilly, scene. Tilly, you serve such sass. It's wonderful. Um, you know, she just, she knocks the scene out of the park. And I love the way she and Chris play off of each other yeah. as Tim and Ambassador Kinsey. Yeah. She's just, it's just all amazing. Um, and it was nice to get to write scenes like this that are kind of establishing all the things that we've not been talking about. Yeah in the united kind of like how i mean i'm just gonna say it because i'm gonna say, say it go ahead kind of like how she hulk is addressing all of the legal issues yep. of the mcu that people have yeah. not talked about this is our first time to really you know one of the nice things about doing the u.n scenes is that we get to talk about the legal ramifications and the larger worldly uh, implications of what's happened
1: because uh, uh, it's been real wacky for them and yeah they've gone you know the u.s has gone complete isolationist hermit kingdom almost mm-hmm with completely shut borders no immigration yeah and the uk has literally had another country pop up in the middle of it Mm -hmm. um new land masses and new and and new mountain ranges and new forests popping up in the middle of cities and weird random shit so what does that and i'm You know, what does that mean? How, how do, how, how does that affect... How do. How how indeed. (laughs) How do it affect me, I'm good,
0: right? (laughs) Me, I'm good, right, person. Uh, Also, um, you can tell when we wrote this episode. Based on the description of the nondescript black vans and...
1: Oh, boy. You you live in America
0: and you were around in 2020. 2020 was a
1: rough time, y'all. Yeah,
0: um... But I, I do like, I, you know, one of the things I love about Kinsey's perspective on it is she's an ambassador who's been uh, abroad for quite some time. Yeah. So she's having to toe a line uh, that she may or may not have the full picture of, most likely, you know... Wouldn't you? Know, you you would hope if she knew what was really going on in the U.S. You'd hope she uh, would be like, "Yeah, sure, I support this."
1: She's getting updates from the homeland. Yeah. And the question is, is she getting the full yeah. update? Yeah. Um, Is she being? Is she a pawn of it, or is she being told what yeah. she's being told? And nobody knows. Yeah. And that's kind of what makes the peril of all of this.
0: Yeah. Which I mean, Tim literally just called it out too. Yeah. yeah. He was like, "So you're not even sure that what you're getting is." Yeah. Accurate, because you haven't been there. You have no
1: yeah. idea. The and matters, it been-
0: so Tilly had a fantastic ad lib, but I could not use it because it just didn't work. But she had a line where she was like, okay, I've had enough and I've got shit to do. And I was like, yes. Uh-huh. Yes, Tilly. <laughs> You're not an ambassador to but, way. you know, uh, and I love it. She, she, she calls him right out. Like, yep. like we, it, and it's one of those fun things about when you're trying to write good characters who are antagonists, uh, I always like getting to write them either as like laughably evil. Cause like, you know, sometimes you just want that laughably evil character, like Cal. Cal pretty laughably yeah. evil, but then we've also got people like Kinsey, who's an antagonist, but it's because from her perspective, everything she's saying makes sense. It's
1: like laughably evil versus realistically evil. Yeah. Yeah.
0: The banality of <laughs> The it wasn't that you delivered here is so good Uh because Rox is like alright this should be far enough and Merlin's like it wasn't transformation Ah, it's been a while that's the first this is the first transformation sequence of Patriot yes because Patriot Minuteman have very short bursts of energy that just turn them into their
1: because they're not magic girls
0: they're not magic girls exactly it's not, not a shoujo anime over there yeah (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, she set up car alarms. She's knocked over trees. Oops. Maybe she should have gone a little... B-
1: Maybe they should have gone to a park first. That's where they were. No. Like they went outside. Maybe they should have gone to the Arthur Estate first. There you go. Yeah. Let some people know. I it liked
0: them, like that, but I didn't know it was like shaking a can of Coke, okay? I'm so sorry. I had no idea. Oh, well, Rob, you might want to moving. Um. It was also a lot of fun to do this uh, I mean, again, I love doing all of the magic y things. that's why yeah. I do this show, but uh, it was cool to do her actually doing spell work again officially, and it's, and it's clearly different than how Jana does stuff, yeah. how Sam does stuff.:
1: I like the sound, the Sam sound effect in there.:
0: Thank you. Welcome to: my And this is uh, Sarah Palmero so again, awesome. moonlighting for us such, as Nefti's just, just doing good read too.: Yes. In the she just ugh. like I, I get I get chills whenever yeah. Nefty speaks it's really you so you have been away from me and this doing? is one of my favorite effect sets to do because uh, it's a it's a fun trick uh, from an audio perspective if you've not done it before uh, but you essentially reverse the line put an, uh, an echo or a reverb on it and then re-reverse it back so it's 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 going the right direction, but it means you get this really cool sound of like their words predating them speaking them, yeah, which I love.
1: But it's the God sound effect, right? It's when it
0: is the God sound effect, yeah, yeah. Uh, just, let me just lampshade that a little bit for anyone who's listening. If you hear this voice type, if you hear me do this effect, they're talking to a God who's in a godly space or utilizing their godly power.
1: Yeah, because there's a difference. Aha! More world building for us. There's a difference between a god like this who has taken you into a god's space to commune with you and somebody like Mac who's happy with taking a mortal form. Yeah. Some gods like taking mortal forms and living with mortals. Mm, some gods don't. Some gods don't.
0: One of my many names.
1: And if we sound weird, we're eating chocolate. I'm sorry, we don't have enough for you.
0: <laughs> breaks over the whole class next time. Day
1: walk among all things. But they are coming for the land of mortals.
0: Yeah, and we're not, you know, we're not getting into it too much here. We will as we continue to go further into the show, but um, um this is another one of those times where the gods, each of the pantheons has different levels of strength, and I, I talked about it back in OG Avalon about the concept of pantheons ebbing and you know, you know, you know, waxing and waning, and some get more power than others, and part of it has to do with the fact that, you know. Whether or not, you're, you know, people worship you or remember you mm-hmm. is part of it. And uh, that's, you know, that's that's part of why Neftes is in that space between spaces. Is that, you know, we know of Egyptian gods, but we see them as mythological historical figures. You know, We're not, not historical figures. Yeah, yeah. It's an island that bears one of her names, but I, I can't open my eyes until we get there. I have... To What's that you say? She can't open her eyes. You're just gonna keep your eyes shut. I have to. You don't get it, Matt. It's not that I won't open my eyes. I, I physically. I'm just listening because Tracy does an awesome job with this. I just haven't known how until
1: now. <laughs> Damn it, Merlin! Now
0: is the time. Damn it, Merlin! And then I give you dun-da-dun-type music.
1: I like that music. I like,
0: I like the strings in, in that piece,
1: though. That
0: and then we're back to Tim.
1: Infuriating having a day. It, with
0: I do like that, that uh, Max's iteration of Gabe always gives the constant impression of, like, Being the guy leaning against a Mm doorframe with like Uh a beer, and you have no idea where it came from,
1: and it's not like a bottle of beer; it's like a mug, like a mug, like a draft, frosty draft mug. You might be like in the middle of some place where there's not a beer for ten miles. That there's Gabe Gabe leaning against the wall with a frosty mug, like he just walked out the pub. Exactly. Most people do that. I'm King Arthur, not most people.
0: Oh, I love this. I love
1: this so much. I love this so, so, so much.
0: Well, because, you know, you know, we have all these characters, and both Jack and Alicia, especially as the apprentices, both, well, they're, they're getting to shine in their own way. And
1: it's because they're, they've both been so competent for a very long time, but not treated like they're competent yeah. because they are young, and they haven't needed to really show their competence. <laughs> Thank
0: you for that, Adlin, Jalen. I do study. <laughs> um.
1: It, I don't know. I, I, it's reflective of how I always felt when I was like in that 18 to 20 phase mm-hmm. of life where you are competent and you do know things. You might not be fully matured yet, but people still treat you like you're a kid kid. Yeah.
0: Turn um, yeah.
1: in your pay. I love it. I get paid now? Do I get paid you two mind giving me some time alone? Take the time you need, Tim. Come on, Jack. I'm so excited because I know what scene is coming yeah. up
0: next. I Thank you for the weirdest sound effects cues I've ever read in a script. i Because so I didn't write these cues. <laughs> I wrote did. the scene. <laughs> also, I do like my new effect for Excalibur being like summoned. Because it's got kind of like a poof noise to it. Like... <laughs> this was so hard to do, by the way. Because I have to spend, like, I was trying so hard to, like, figure out, like, what is the fine line between interference and, like, enough interference. I think it's
1: perfectly, like, kudos.
0: Take it. Get that pindy. It's all right. I'm sorry to interrupt you. is just coming in smooth as silk. Look,
1: I wrote this scene. I was so excited to write this scene. Because when we planned this character. Like, this was the scene. The scene
0: that you were thinking
1: and, about, yeah. And just to finally get to it mm-hmm. was super exciting. It was definitely one of those things of, I knew I couldn't sit down and write it before we got to it. Because then I'd I'd be done. Like, my the way my brain works yeah. is the moment I write what I want to write, I'm done with the story. Yes, very um, much. So I had to, like, wait until we literally got to it before I could write it. And I was so excited that I think I I think this is one of the ones that I wrote at the park.
0: Yeah, yeah. And we were just
1: sitting in the at the waterfront park in celebration with our coffees and our, and our laptops, laptops yeah. and I am just giggling to myself as I'm writing. And Kat keeps like throwing me these looks.
0: <laughs> yeah, because I'm like I'm like two episodes ahead working on stuff in the US or yeah. whatever.
1: And and I am, I am banging out this episode and this scene and I am, I, I'm like, here, read. When we get to the end, she's yes. like, oh my God. And like, we sat there and we played it out. We like, when we got yes. home, yeah. That yeah. Night, yeah. we read it out to as we were editing it. Uh, and Aelish, oh right my here. God, she nails it. Yep. Nails it. Yep. There is, there is very little more fulfilling as a writer to write something and then hear your actor—oh yeah, just one hundred percent, completely nail it. Yeah, hit it.
0: Oh, I can't wait till we get to talk about episode eight then. Yeah, the, Ailish, the, the gets some are, really wild, are amazing stuff to do. Like
1: I, I enjoyed writing these two in these two episodes. I think more than any other episode this season, and I really enjoyed writing in episode five and writing in episode mm-hmm. three. So and in like the last two, which we haven't even like got. Like nobody but you and I know what's in those yeah, two. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, but this I think you did. <laughs> but this episode was such a joy to write. Yes. And and everybody just delivers so like, like like, you know it's I always love when you cast someone who just is what was in your head. Oh yeah, and like Jay Jalen is just Jalen is just fantastic. Every absolutely. time he opens every- his mouth, to talk as Jack. I'm just like yes, exactly. I could not be happier with our cast. Oh yeah, everybody is chef's kiss talent, and they
1: are giving us just such amazing performances.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like and I know that we say this like every episode, but I'm gonna say it again. I love all of you. You're all amazing, like my to the, to the cast, just everybody, just you all do such a phenomenal job all the time. Um, I we, we really can't talk you guys up enough. Honestly. Like there
1: was a real I'm gonna I'm gonna say some stuff and it's gonna make Kat go no. <laughs> we were really afraid when we were sitting down to write this, and that fear still kind of exists. Of will this match? that last season Uh, of Avalon. Yeah, I constantly think that. Will will this hit the high, the emotional highs of that last season, the the quality highs of that last season of Yeah. And I think it's not just the writing that does it, although I'm going to toot our own horn, I think we wrote a good season. (laughs) (laughs) But if it were not for the phenomenal cast that we have. Oh, yeah. The cast makes this show. Oh, yeah, yeah what it is everybody yeah a big thanks to the whole cast holy crap you guys yeah we are making such awesome art here
0: yeah i do love alicia just sitting there talking about clearly all of those terrible places she has accidentally teleported poofed herself to in the last 30 minutes yes also, I love that she's so annoyed at Max. She's like, "It teleported me away. The god, the god did it." Like,
1: <laughs> that's that's when you hit that point of you're like, "Well, I uh, had a blowout and I went into a ditch, and then it was raining, and yep. that's
0: my life." Yep, that's the same kind. Of- and I love I love Teresa's delivery of like, "Okay, let's back up. Would- you were with me.
1: <laughs> Start over. Start over from the very beginning." Yeah, because I'm
0: totally lost here.
1: Well, they uh weren't fighting anymore.
0: So you put them to sleep. Yes. Precisely. I swear I didn't mean to do it. I didn't know it would work. I sure didn't know it was gonna just make them all pass out. Cameras <laughs> pointed at me and everyone was <laughs> talking and you were yelling. And you were yelling. You were yelling. You were yelling. <laughs> Yeah, and I, this, so one of the things I love about Olivia and Alicia's relationship, and this scene is one of those perfect examples of it, is you can tell that even though, you know, technically Jaina and Sam are like their guardians because they're the, the genesis and exodus, uh, Olivia is Alicia's mentor. Yeah. And, and you know, practically... Uh, you know, a, a, a foster mother, yeah. and I and I love that about their relationship because they're
1: kind of a village. It's like
0: like it's oh, like definitely having aunts that are very, very, very close. Absolutely, and I, you know, and we've been talking about this, and, and we know that you know, and you guys will see it more as we continue on through the show. But this has definitely been a village. It's definitely been a village helping raise these two. Yeah, they're, they've never been left out to dry. They've always had people there. To help uh, support them and, 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 you know, raise them up so they can achieve their potential. But I just love that Olivia is like, yeah, you just did something wacky and super magic-y, but I'm not, you know, I'm going to support you so we can figure out how we can help you control it and use it wisely. And I also like that this shows that while Olivia hates the press, she's very good at dealing with them.
1: She's had a while she's,
0: now. Yeah, she is politically minded. She can be politically minded. She just doesn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it really was not that bad, Alicia. They all fell asleep. Like, it could have been so much worse. <laughs> <laughs> True facts. True facts probably likes the mud. I also like the way Alicia is like you can have a hug. like Magnanimous.
1: Doing that thing when we listen to the episode again, I know. but that's
0: fine. Me to some beach in Bristol. What old man? <laughs> yeah, what uh, old man? What Hang old on, man? let's back oh, up.
1: You can hear it in her voice the what old man? Yeah. Do I need to kill an old man? Did he touch you? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Edward. I can
0: kind <laughs> of now. Go figure. Go figure. I do i I love I love Sarah's libs. and then we've got uh jillian as Edward poor jillian I, I have I have her doing a billion things How many are here yeah right now?
1: well, she did a billion things the first time around, yeah, too, so absolutely very critical cast member yeah we love you,
0: Jillian. oh yeah
1: we need to make sure this
0: protest doesn't turn into a riot oh yeah, suspense. <laughs> And that there is it. Go. That is episode six. I hope you all enjoyed it. Um, We certainly enjoyed talking about it and listening to it again, clearly, because we kept is, forgetting the talk. This
1: one of my favorite ones. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's it's a fun way to come back from the hiatus. So, you know. Uh, I
1: wish that I kept my notes. I'm pretty sure this one was one of the ones that just had like, yas written. Yeah, over. yeah,
0: yeah. So, yeah, because because Chris gets to hear this before everybody else. So, she, she does all of my uh, my, my passes Uh, before I turn in the final episode so I get a lot of notes that are just like Yas Queen (laughs) and like this is amazing I have goosebumps (laughs) so anyway uh, if you want to tell us how you what you think of the episode or you just want to get in touch with us you can find me I am at on Twitter at Genesis Avalon Uh, you can also find us on the Facebook for Pendant Audio Uh, and if you're part of our Discord always feel free to drop by and uh, tag me or Chris and say hi and let us know what you think of the episode and uh, if nothing else we will see you Next month, adios.